Hello everybody, welcome to the Snow Globe once again, coming to you from the quarantine life. Due to all the craziness, I thought that me and my husband would sit down and play a game, because we're bored, if anybody else is. So, we're hanging out, just chit-chatting about a few things. Thought it might be worth mentioning that if you're feeling confused or lonely or just can't take it anymore to remember to think on something positive. The positive thing I think about are puppies and babies. I don't know about you, but anytime I look at them and their cute little faces or their little wagging tails, I instantly get happy. So anybody's wondering, is there a trick to coping in this weird environment? That's one way I cope. Anyway, take a listen. We're playing this game together for your entertainment back here with my husband Joel and we've been in quarantine because of COVID like most of the rest of the USA and we've been trying to figure out things to keep ourselves entertained. Just living this way has been very interesting. Some things are easy, some things are difficult. I know Joel has trouble sleeping with a bunch of lights in the room since you're in the house longer. I may be accused of ranting on this and I'm just gonna own it. Yes it's a rant so what? (laughs) I think for every manufacturer and designer of products, they need to consider and ask themselves, is there in any way possible that this product will be used in a bedroom? If so, do not have a permanent light that emits from the device or product. Have a light that goes off when the product is idle or turned off. And don't put unnecessary lights on the product. What am I talking about? We have a small desk and that's where our computer is. But we have an external hard drive that we use that does and it just blinks. It's a bright white light. Most of these products emit blue light, which is the same color temperature as the sun, which triggers your brain to be awake. That's why we don't want blue light in the bedroom when it's time to is sleep it blue? white or blue is in that spectrum that's Got why it. our phones thank you apple now have an option where we could turn on i think it's called night light or something where you can set daytime light i think yeah you can set your phone so between certain hours of the day your phone automatically the screen switches to a warmer light color temperature my point is that i think it would be helpful if product creators and designers just thought about that like consider would this ever be used on any type of regular basis or be kept permanently in a bedroom this would go a long way towards consumers appreciating your product and not getting aggravated and just unplugging it and yanking it out of the socket at night in frustration well thank you that was my rant on for that lengthy (laughs) light emitting products in the bedroom okay you ready I thought we'd play a game of would you rather and why. Okay, let's start with one here. Would you rather lose the ability to read or lose the ability to speak? That'd be very tough because it depends on the kind of situations you're in. That's a tough one. I would probably say I would rather lose the ability to read. Really? Because I feel like losing the ability to speak would be such a loss of control and freedom in terms of being able to communicate what I want. I feel like I could get by in the world somewhat. Oh my goodness, I'd be scared for you. You could probably function if you were dropped into a foreign country and 
you didn't understand the language or couldn't read the signs. You you probably yeah, figure out. Probably be able to figure it out. Where does you know? I would say the ability to speak actually, because I could write, and that could be my form of speaking. And then mm. I'd be able to read and understand too. So I'd be freaked out if I couldn't read. Thanks. You probably don't realize how much you read. Oh, of that I'm sure. Yeah. All right, let's do another one. Would you rather be covered in fur or scales? Neither. I'm a human being, and I don't want to be covered in fur or scales. What if it was a coat? It was a coat. Probably fur, I think, is more insulating, which would be the purpose of wearing a coat. Um, (laughs) More so than scales. Scales is like armor. Like if we were in battle all the time, right? Is that what they're talking yeah. about? Most scaled creatures are cold-blooded, I would assume. So yeah. they, they're just not good at insulating. Right, them. right. And um, also culturally, I think fur is considered more aesthetically pleasing than mm-hmm. wearing uh, an iguana coat or whatever. Yeah. And um, People won't think you're like killer of endangered species or something. Fur is softer, probably more comfortable. Anyways, I'd probably go for faux fur, but... Yeah, that's just me. Okay, how, would you rather be 10 minutes late or 20 minutes early? 10 minutes late. And just off the math that, yeah, you're late, but you're only taking away 10 minutes of someone else's time rather than losing 20 of your own. So the really? math <laughs> is more favorable for you in terms of the sacrifice of time. No. Plus, I, I hate to admit it, but... Just as a practice, I'm pretty much... You're always late. Always 10 minutes late camp. I'd be 20 minutes early because I like being punctual. I think there's a trustworthy presence in somebody who comes in there on time or early. I have to get you out of bed. Yeah, but that's different. I'm talking about stuff I care about. Oh, you don't care about work on time? (laughs) It's not that. I actually could be on time all the time. I just take a while to get out of bed. Anyway, that's the, probably the reason I'd be 20 minutes early always because I'd be know. afraid of being late. I think if I was like an airline pilot or an air traffic controller, something in a profession where exacting time is more critical, then I probably would have a different view. Makes sense. But I feel like, you know, I'm willing to do what it takes to get the job done, stay late if necessary. So, hey, if I'm six, seven, ten minutes late, <laughs> it all evens out. <laughs> You'll get your time. It just won't be in the morning. (laughs) That's very interesting logic. So, okay, this next one really plays to good and evil. Would you rather get one real get out of jail free card or a key that opens any door? A key that opens any door. Okay, now here's the question. I can open a door, but do I have legal access or right to what's inside the door? Or will I be trespassing or stealing if I'm enjoying and venturing inside the door once it's open? That is a good question. It only says any door. Hmm. (laughs) Yeah, I think that's an interesting question because I would probably do the jail free. I feel like... I'm living a lifestyle in such a way that I can reasonably avoid jail right? with a high probability, hopefully. So the door one sounds more intriguing, but I, I need to know. But the, there could be legal I need the fine print on this key. Fine <laughs> print. Okay. Next one. Would you rather 
Know the history of every object you touched or talk to animals. Talk to animals. What if they just say weird stuff that you can't understand? I mean, I feel like the history of items. That'd be interesting. I would go for that one. information in the world. I can look it up online or listen to a podcast on it or watch a Yeah, but what if you find like somebody's like engagement ring at the beach? I don't care. <laughs> That's the past. I'd rather live more in the present and talking to animals. Just even if they're like Goo Goo Gaga, it would open up a whole new world that has been unexplored by humans, and just the possibilities. I wonder what Junie would say if we could talk to her. What kind of things she would say? Probably just I want food. I want give me a food. I want food. I want attention. If she can understand what I'm saying to her, that'd be great. Would you rather have all traffic lights turn green when you approach or never stand in line again? Need to think about this one. So even when we're not in quarantine and when my car is functioning, my commute, <laughs> lights don't play a major factor. Very few lights, rarely red. So I feel like lights don't impose a significant delay in my life. But the ability to skip, did you say skip a line? Um, not stand front. in line again. The ability to not stand in any line ever, the implications of that are far-reaching. Just think about never standing in line in a grocery store or at Walmart when there's only two lanes open <laughs> and the lines back into the clothing section. Or You would get so much of your life back. And think about like Disney World. Right. You could do fly to Pandora multiple times Ooh. without standing in line. You have so much time yeah. back to experience everything. I think since our commute is so short and we don't have so many lights, it's like rarely a thing. Even if we worked like into town, it would be more like a freeway thing. I wonder if this standing in line applies to <laughs> driving in traffic i could apply it to driving in traffic i think i would do the not stand in line as well just because of lifestyle yeah i feel like there's much greater benefit that benefit of that one over the course of your life also you can just shop and do everything between like 11 and 1 p.m that's when there's no lines you go around after work time Nah, there's always lines at walmart (laughs) walmart ugh walmart so next is would you rather spend the rest of your life on a sailboat as your home or an rv as your home hmm Ooh, I don't all right know. now before i probably would have answered sailboat because it's romantic it's <laughs> on the open sea you can sail around to any port in the world however when i like heard the reality of that lifestyle from someone who's actually done it it's uh doesn't sound very comfortable what is it? What is your the... the sea is not a perfectly stable medium on which you're traveling, right. so you're rocking back and forth. There's a lot of movement, so you're mm. prone to seasickness. Right, and you have you're responsible for the operation of the boat, and so you don't get a lot of sleep because you're working, you're tossing to and fro. Yeah, that sounds exhausting probably not a lot of room necessarily i feel like with an rv you still have that freedom you're confined to land but you still have freedom to come and go i just think it'd be more comfortable you know they yeah they have the plush seating they got the full beds i think the, the idea of just being stuck in water would just be very exhausting because there's Plus, nowhere to go <laughs> way less uh, i think rv would be exponentially safer oh yeah yeah, what's the, you know, 
They're both in the elements. What's the b- biggest risk in an RV? A car crash or a tornado or something? But on the seas, a storm, you could be done <laughs> Something for. minor could really mess yeah, up you your could boat. Be done for. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'd probably do the RV. And plus, like... on seas, you probably, there's a chance you're more remote and uh, farther away from any type of emergency yeah. resources or care if you're in an emergency. Yeah, so, I was going to say, you're just away from just people in emergency. It's riskier, more uncomfortable. So I go with the RV. Definitely sounds romantic, though. <laughs> yeah, maybe a big sailboat would be different. I don't know. I'd yeah, still RV. RV. <laughs> I've seen some nice RVs, too. Like the million-dollar kind. They look like really nice hotels, basically. I think some have, like, fireplaces and stuff. Luxury. Would you rather... C, 10 minutes into your own future or 10 minutes into someone else's future? Like, I guess it, that's all it says, but I'm wondering if it's like hmm. at a time, always, when you feel like it. If it's just like um, one and done, that seems really boring. <laughs> probably someone else's future, because if it was my own future. Anxiety. I feel like I'm somewhat in control of my own future in terms of my involvement in it to some extent. So I already kind of know where my future is heading depending on the choices I'm making now. Generally. So that wouldn't be as advantageous. And plus, I feel like if I could look into my future, it would just cause a lot of stress. And right. I'd be second guessing. <laughs> but if I could look into 10 minutes of the future someone else, there could be some great implications. Like if someone's on the verge of... Buying your home or not. Somebody's taking a company public or is 10 minutes away from making this great announcement or innovation or something i could get buy some stocks yeah i could get on the front line be, be the early adopter that's funny and take advantage so you admit that 10 minutes is a good amount of time like a change a lot yeah of i just think there's ways you could use it to your advantage Plus, with someone else, except what they're communicating, you don't know anything that they're thinking. Whereas with yourself, you kind of have an idea know where that's headed most <laughs> of the time. So. Yeah. Yeah, I'd probably go with uh, somebody else's future. A few more here. Would you rather be the first person to explore a planet or be an inventor of a drug that cures deadly diseases? Hmm. Those are equal, and I think it's just a matter of personal preference. For me, probably the planet, just because I'm more like a adventurous, exploratory type. I'm not really into science and <laughs> labs and stuff. But that one would probably have a greater immediate benefit to mankind. What, but, the planet? No, the... Oh, the disease, disease one? Yeah. Yeah, I'd go with the disease. I do enjoy the idea of exploring a planet, but I feel like... The amount of resources. Hold on, I'm changing my it's like All right, cray cray. Like it, it just seems like a lot of work. Where if you were inventor of a drug that cures, there's a lot of immediate benefits you'd see. All right, I'm changing my answer. Okay. I would do the disease just because being the first explorer somewhere. That's all about me. I'm fine being the <laughs> second or ten thousandth and eight hundred and fifty second person. Very to this noble. new planet. But carrying a disease would benefit millions of people instantly. So Correct. we'll do that one. Right. I think the point is, do you want to be known in... what? Which one do you want to be known in history for? I think helping would be more... Yeah, being known fulfilling. in history to me is not... I'm not interested in that. So to me, helping a large number of people outweighs being the first to something. Right. Same. 
Would you rather be able to control animals with your mind or electronics? Hmm. Okay, definitely not animals because, well... Well, how often are we around animals, though? No, I'm trying to think, like, animals are sentient beings that God created with, you know, autonomy. And ethically, I don't (laughs) want to be controlling anything more so than, like, a dog on a leash or, like, a pet. Right. And that's not really control. It's more so like guidance. Slave owners. <laughs> well, I mean, what's our relationship? The point with is, Junie, our dog, is our friend. Yes, she's on a leash, but it's mainly to keep her from getting run over by cars. Yeah, but we don't like control her thoughts or her no. actions. We just set boundaries and lead exactly. her to actions we want at a particular time. Mm-hmm. So, I, I, ethically, I, I, I don't feel comfortable controlling any animal. I don't think it's right. Electronics, we already do that to some extent, don't we? With Alexa, yeah. I'm trying to think of what degree of control. Like, are we hacking into people's devices and telling them misinformation? Yeah, I'll go with electronics because they're not. It'd be nice to tell they're you they're not living beings. Yeah, I don't feel comfortable like controlling. Like, I'd rather a living being be able to mentally tell my computer to give me an answer to something. <laughs> Which I guess that's what Siri's for. But she doesn't always answer the question. She just gives me a link. Okay. Would you rather have unlimited first class tickets or never have to pay for food at restaurants again? Oh, you already know my answer. Yeah, I think we're opposite on this one for sure. <laughs> but okay, it says first. Okay, just just so you guys know, Joel's going to pick the tickets. I would pick the food at restaurants. First class ticket, it's only when you travel. And how often do you travel? Two, three times a year? But I would travel more if I had unlimited first class tickets because a large cost of traveling is the airfare. Okay. So I'll go somewhere if the ticket's free and I just spend a few hundred bucks on the hotel or whatever. Okay. Plus that opens up a literal world of possibilities and You still have to pay for the hotel when you go. That's true. <laughs> But you basically can, a lot of trips, you'd be cutting your expenses in half, if yeah, not more. because of the travel. And you could go somewhere that would be impractical for a short period of time. You could go to Europe just for the weekend. That's I a, would still I pick know, food at restaurants. Flight, but my point is, <laughs> or what if there's places in the world where it's probably the cost of accommodation and food is low. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know, probably. Gambia or something like that. Yeah, it's probably Gambia. I haven't <laughs> don't know much about the tourism industry in Gambia. I don't know if they're I don't know. But like uh some Asian countries, a lot of places you can probably get, you know, cheap hotel rooms and then free flight. You could go to like Nepal or somewhere for a few hundred bucks. Yeah, I just like the idea of if I wanna go eat somewhere it's like not a big deal. <laughs> it's very simple for me. I got an email today from I think it's called Back Rose Travel or something. I'm obsessed. I like sign up for every like tour company and travel company and I get emails with their offers and updates or whatever. And they sent an email and it was talking about how basically it's dreaming of traveling right now since everyone's stuck at home. Mm-hmm. But it's talking about remembering the best trips of your life. 
And they said, isn't one of the things that comes to mind food? And for me, the answer was no. When I think of the best trips of my life, I think about like visiting Mount Rainier and being awestruck by a 14,000 foot tall mountain and just hiking up snow and just walking on something so majestic or going snorkeling in uh, Mexico or riding on ATV. The food is like ancillary. It's <laughs> It's nice, but it's not memorable. It's not like a lifelong experience or memory. Yeah, I could see that. I think it would be a combination for myself, but food probably would be the... It depends, because if the food is something I've never had before, then I'll remember it. But if it was um, beautiful scenery I hadn't seen before, i probably remember that over food, so I get it. When I think about South Carolina, I liked what we were doing, like the kayaking and the walking through the town... But that one restaurant we went to, or the pub, was, like, incredible. Like, I think about going back just to go there. I guess it depends on the trip. Well, I remember I ate chocolate-covered cherries while Joel was hiking up the mountain. But I'd seen the mountain before, so. But you hadn't seen it like I saw it. <laughs> it was definitely breathtaking. I don't think I've seen a mountain as big as that up close. Would you rather travel the world for a year on a shoestring budget or stay in one country for a year but live in luxury? Hmm. Oh, yeah. Live in the That's luxury. That's a tough one. That'd be for me. Because you can go every year. You can have a luxurious experience wherever you go. Now, that sounds like an extrapolation. I didn't hear that in the question. That's what it said, right? It said travel the world for a year on a shoestring budget or stay in one country for a year, but live in luxury. Well, then say, that's the obvious choice. To me, it's not, there's no choice if that's an option, because then you just go to a different country every year. Yeah. Okay. What, well, if, what, that, what if that country is the only place you ever get to go? Oh, okay, no, okay. let's say, okay. let's say, let's frame it in these parameters. This one year is the only time you'll ever have to travel in your life. So you have one of those two choices. Mm-mm. Shoestring budget, then. Yeah, I do the shoestring. In a heartbeat, because I couldn't stay in one place even if I wanted to. You can barely take this quarantine. No, we're okay. I'm fine. It's fine. I'm actually getting more creative stuff done. <laughs> it sucks. It's very exhausting, though. The gym's closed. I can't <laughs> go to the gym and get any form of consistent, vigorous exercise. Instead, my wife has to... allergies, so the one form of exercise we can do is throwing our astonishing ring frisbee uh, <laughs> at the park, which I love to do, but she can't do it every day because of her allergies. It's it's just too much. I think the grass, the pollen from the grass, is really just sticks in back of my throat or something because it just it's so bothersome. Literally woke up swollen every day. But seriously, though, the astonishing ring is like the best twenty dollars I've ever spent. That I think is there's like some such a great. There's like a couple at the park, and they're like, "What is that?" Because they were tossing just a regular frisbee. If you don't know, it's a frisbee, but it's a ring, so there's nothing in the center. It's great, and it's like uh, you don't even have to throw it hard; it goes really far. It's like this rubber material. It's literally called the astonishing ring, and you can throw it extremely far and pretty accurately. I mean, we we could throw it a couple hundred feet. No it's problem. pretty fun. Yeah, I think it's a really nice invention. I don't know. The one thing I experienced from it, though, I don't think I've experienced in my life, was I broke a nail. Literally, my finger just hit it right on the tippy tip, like right at the point of impact. Because when you grab it, it doesn't hurt. Even if it knocks into you, it doesn't hurt. 
but took down my nail. Next up is, oh, this is interesting. Would you rather be a famous actor or a famous director? I don't know. Famous doesn't do much for me. Right. Like, it'd be better if it's Can I pay for my home? Like, I don't care about the fame. Would you rather be a, to me, I find enjoyment in being proficient in something. So, to me, it would be more about would you rather be a a good actor or a good director? Because I I like that excelling or being, you know, good at something. I could see that. So, the craft of it. Okay, well, would you rather be a good actor or a good director? You know, all my life I probably would have said director because I went to film school and all this and directing and all this. But <laughs> it seems like a lot of work. So yeah, it really I think is. acting would just be a fun challenge. I think acting would be for I'd fun. I'd just try too. to acting. Yeah. Director, it's like a million things in your mind, I think. You have to tell people yeah. what to do. Ew. It's like a lot of responsibility. Acting is more like this is my one part. Right. And it can be what I make it or I guess you'd always be told what to do, but I think you'd ha- there'd be more variety more often. I think it could be a good outlet for like pent up emotions and stuff too. You should become an actor. You went to acting yeah. class. Well, with my mood right now, I might just do Sam Jackson type roles where I could just yell and rant. <laughs> Profanities. <and> just... <laughs> last two. Would you rather live in a cave or in a treehouse? Treehouse. Why? I like natural light. <laughs> you don't Sunshine. like the dark, dank, wet. No. Moldy. Actually, I don't even know if there's mold in there. You Geodes. More beautiful nature. See trees and sunlight and sun rays glistening and cascading down to the forest floor through the uh, that sounds blowing uh, branches of the canopy. <laughs> that sounds romantic. <laughs> All right. Would you rather have control over fire or water? I'd probably say water just because there's more of it at any given time in the world. That's funny. <laughs> I feel like there's probably more applications. <laughs> <laughs> really? Uh, I was going to go with fire. Really? What would you do? Because you can with mold it? things and like melt things down. Would you be like a blacksmith or something? No, I'd be Zuko. What's Zuko? <laughs> It's an anime reference. There's some Dragon Ball Z character. No, it's actually. I think it's just the story is that there's an avatar has been missing for like a hundred years, and it ends up being this kid who's been frozen in an ice spear or something. Isn't that Captain America? It's very similar. The only avatar I know is James Cameron's avatar. No, it's not like that actually. Uh, it's very similar though, because uh, it's like a spirit occupying a body. I don't know. But it's, anyway, so he's the last of his kind. But yeah, Zuko is like this evil character who is like trying to capture the Avatar to win his father's approval. But in reality, he becomes friends with the Avatar because he realizes he's just being insecure. Anyways, thanks for listening, guys. This is what we do in quarantine when we're bored. We play games. Stay tuned for maybe another episode later. Joel's having a blast right now. His face says it. Anyway, I'll catch you guys next round when we do this again. Hey guys, thanks again for listening. Be sure to check us out on Instagram at the Snow Globe Podcast and follow us on Twitter at the Snow Globe Pod and hopefully bringing you even more wonderful guests on the show. And I can't wait for you guys to hear what we have coming up. Thanks again. I'll see you guys soon.